0: what's up and welcome back to another fresh episode of the unapologetic Wise club it is none other than your girl coach Kimmy and welcome back to this podcast now I know that I made a promise to you guys that I was going to get on here and release a podcast every Monday and yes I've had a little minor setback y'all because sometimes I get I wouldn't even say writer's block. I get podcast block. Like, I really want to make sure that whatever I get on here and talk to you guys about is 100% authentic um, because that's why we make no apologies for the things that we are um, dealing with, that we've been challenged with, that we've overcome and that we've grown from. And so, you know, I never want to get on this podcast and speak about something that I don't know is true. And so I, I tend to speak a lot from my... My own personal experience and I try to be as transparent as possible because you know what I'm a real person and I have real life issues of my own and what better way to help somebody else to get through something is to have went through something and so you know I can be relatable to people who face those challenges that I have now if you're a first time listener then you know we like to welcome you on here because I don't want to ever take for granted that everybody that listens to this podcast knows me or has followed me for any amount of time I want to just make sure that I'm always as, um, uh, I guess welcoming our, our guests to our house <laughs> per se to per se, you know, I don't even know what I'm saying y'all, but welcoming our guests in our house. And so, you know, even if, um, you haven't rocked with me for the first time, but you've been rocking with me for a minute now, I like to say, what's up y'all. We made it a whole nother week. And for that In itself, we have a right to be grateful. You know, there are a lot of lives being lost. You know, um, there are a lot of people that I know that are grieving the loss of loved ones right now as we speak. And, you know, we're, we're here. We have a, um, a platform in this life to still make impact and to still brighten up someone else's day and to still be a funnel in which people can see who God really is. We still have that opportunity and, and God chose us this morning when he breathed, um, when he breathed his breath into our bodies and we were able to get up. And that is so special when you think about it, that out, out of all the people in this world that he's created, he chose you to give you another opportunity, another day to make something happen. So guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. And, you know, in the midst of all of this stuff that's going on, you know, when I started in this new year, you know, um there were some things that I talked about as far as planning and, you know, goal setting with a purpose and things of that nature. But one of the personal things that I had that I was challenged with is finding Kimmy. Um, I've been on the helping bandwagon, should I say, um, which I absolutely love to be out there for, you know, people who in their time of need to be used by God as he sees fit, you know, to be on different platform and different stages stages and not taking it for granted what he's allowed me to do in this world, but to be able to speak life into people, speak hope, speak um, encouragement and empowerment and, you know, to change the mind. And shifted according to what God says we are and who we are in Him. And you know, I've done that for so long that, you know, to a to a degree, at some points it can become um, I guess, religious. It can become ritual. Um, that we get up and we, you know, we get on social media and we encourage everybody, and we say a great prayer, and then we go to work and we go to work throughout our day, and you know, and you leave from work and You deal with traffic and then on on your way home from traffic, you go to the grocery store and you go home and you fix dinner and you get the kids ready and the list goes on and on and on. And you guys know exactly where um, I am when I'm speaking about this because you're there, too. You're in that place as well where everything seems so full of routine But are you really living? And so I came into this year saying that I was not going to allow the things that troubled me in 2019, the things that irritated me in 2019, the things that got me out of character in 2019 to come into my 2020. But if you know anything about anything that pertains to change, it's bigger than what you could ever say. You know, We can say all day long that we don't want this and we don't want that or we want this and we want that. But if the action is not aligned with it, you're going to experience the same thing that you've been experiencing. And it's going to cause, if not worse, more frustration on your life. And I think at some point I got there because when I came into this new year, I had a mindset shift already long before I got into this year of what I would tolerate and what I would not tolerate any longer. And the people that were in my life were either going to, um, you know, convert to what it is I was allowing in my space or they were going to just be dim- dismissed from my space altogether. And so um, in the midst of all of that weeding out of negativity and negative vibes and, you know, just not wanting to fuss or to argue or nothing, but simply just wanted to accomplish something, you know, to really accomplish it to the level of success in which I desired it to be without distractions, without being moved, without a whole bunch of commotion, like, inside of me, I had completely changed. But what I didn't change is some ways that I needed to go about certain situations. And so when those situations arose, it just showed me exactly where I still needed to grow. I still needed to mature in certain areas. In my relationship with my husband, there are certain areas that I still need to mature with when it comes to being a mother to my children, you know, even to be a friend, you know, what bothers me the most is when someone reaches out to me and they give me everything that I need. And then I'm feeling like I'm not giving that same thing. I'm not reciprocating that same thing to the people that I say I care about and I love. And so I was at church the other day, um, and Wednesday night Bible study and I was talking to a good friend of mine and him and I we always you know talk about spiritual matters and growth and where God has us to be and you know where God is taking us and any kind of revelation that we get we kind of always share and he's kind of like a little brother to me you know young guy but filled with so much wisdom and I was just having a conversation with him and I was like you know this is where I am this is what I'm going through and so many people look at the strong person and always make that strong person feel like they can never have a weak point because you got to be strong for the kids and you have to be strong for your marriage and someone has to pray over your marriage and if better not you then who and you know we hear it so much but what about the strong people who are like listen I'm broken I'm weak right now I don't want to hear about what I need to do I need somebody to do that for me and you know for a little while that's where I was and in the midst of this conversation he says you do this and you do that and you do this for people and you do that for people but what do you want and guys to be honest with you I couldn't even answer him all of the answers that I had for him went back to what I wanted to do or what I wanted to see for other people but I never could come up with what I wanted to see for myself and if I could have the dream life My life will be filled with God's peace more than anything in this world. Sometimes I just wish that I could just lay in my room without any noise, without any children, without my husband asking me for things. But just laying here, not even so much thinking about anything. But just the moment to just lay here where I don't have to be mom, where I don't have to be wife, where everybody is not counting on Coach Kimmy to fix their life issues or to give them some kind of nugget that's going to get them to the next step. But sometimes I just want to be in peace. And so, you know, um, as we were talking and continuing that conversation, you know, I've really kind of been pondering on that for the next, you know, the last 24 hours. I've really been thinking about that. Like, what do you want, Kimmy? What does the ideal life for you look like? It's bigger than chasing your passion, it's chasing life. It's chasing what God says the abundant living is. And all of us have a different category and a different, um, you know, I guess, caliber in which we measure the abundant life. But for me, if my family is straight, if my my finances are in order, if I can travel around and see different places, if I can get on the stage and impact as many people as possible with God's hope and God's truth for our lives, then you know what? I'm content. If I can make my music and somebody hear it and it encourages them or they rock and vibe into, you know, my Christian rap song because it's something different than what they heard, but God is getting the glory, then I'm good. You know, if I can help somebody go from nothing about themselves as far as their thoughts are concerned to knowing who God says they are, then I'm good. You know why? Because at the end of the day, that person can look in the mirror when life has hit them and try to knock them down and get back up and say, no, I'm a child of God. I have dominion. I have authority over everything that I'm facing. And so I've kind of been, you know, pondering on the thought of what was kind of, you know, going on. With that comment that he made, he says, well, you know, if you're loving all these people and they're at such a higher level than then a level that you're loving yourself and you're below that level, then the level the the um, middle ground in between the two means that there's false love there. And when he said that, I was just like, wow, that's kind of mind blowing. So you mean to tell me that if I'm not treating myself as good as I'm treating the people I care about? then my love that I'm giving out to people is false. And so I've really had to dissect that. And what I've come to understand about that statement in my own, you know, in my, in my way of understanding it or breaking it down so that I can convey it is that if I'm giving out to people more than I have or offer to give out to myself, then how can that love be a hundred percent that I have for people if I'm supposed to love myself in the same capacity? And when you don't love yourself in the same capacity, what you're doing is creating what you're missing. And unknowingly, that's what I've done for a a large amount of, you know, what I've done as far as these events and stuff that I've done over time have come to be um, me creating something based off of the lack that I possessed. It was a way to fill a void. It was a way to... Um, make me feel like I wasn't alone it was a way to unite sisterhood in a in a healthy environment because growing up I didn't have healthy sisterhood with my sisters and so I had to change my perspective did it hurt a little bit yes ouch okay you just told me a little bit about myself you served me notice okay I get it But, you know, you need some people in your life that's just going to be honest with you and be like, listen, Kimmy, this is what the deal is like you, you encouraging everybody to live this life. But when I hear you talk about your ideal client, I hear you talking about you. You're the one who is helping other people get unstuck and you want to get unstuck and you want to be set free and you want your wings to fly and you need other people to come and hold your arms up. And, you know, he was just confirming what I had known um, in the beginning of this year when God talked to me um, in my heart. And I believe that it was his clarity that gave me understanding that, you know what, Kimmy? You've done all of this for so long by yourself. And if you want to go to another level, you need to be willing to ask for help. And for someone who's always doing everything for everybody else, that's a little bit difficult because typically... I am the help for so many people. And it's not to say that I have pride in that area because I don't. I, I know that I can't do anything for anybody unless God gives me the wisdom, the words, or the understanding in order to help someone else understand, use the wisdom, use the words to achieve whatever it is they're trying to do. And so I can't take any credit for it, nor will I take any credit for it because it's God's wisdom, not my own, you know? And I do ask God to, you know, to increase my wisdom and to also give me understanding because he has placed a lot on the inside of me that sometimes I just don't understand. You know, sometimes I do things out of season because I'm I'm trying to be obedient to what he's called me to do. So if God tells me to do something immediately, I start working on it immediately. I release it immediately. You know, I do these things. And sometimes the timing is just wrong. It's not to say that the idea was wrong, but the timing is just wrong. And so I believe that even going into this new year in 2020, you know, I've been like I told you guys pondering on the thought of what was said to me. And then I sat still and I heard this. Start from scratch. I heard it just as clear as I said, it start from scratch. And instantly a light bulb came on and I felt a sense of release because I had been trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to get things on track the way I want to get things on track? How am I going to do this and still please God with my life? How am I going to do this and still be impactful to the ladies and the families? Oh my gosh, the families. If you guys don't know anything about me, I love love. I love marriages. I come against divorce in the name of Jesus because i I love marriage. And if it's done right, you will be a reflection of Christ's love of the, for the church. And what better expression than to see a couple who was unconventional um, placed in a relationship and in a marriage where God has truly joined those two people together. And, you know, guys, I go on and on and on about marriage because 17 years in the game being married and over 21 years with my husband as a friend. Let me tell you something, (laughs) it ain't all been um, roses, it ain't all been easy, but you know what, for me, um, it's all been worth it because I have been chosen to be able to show people the expression, the true expression of God's love for his people. And that's deep. If you've been chosen to, you know, show your marriage off to the world, be proud of that. Own that because God could have chose somebody else. There's many people out here that wish they were in your situation and they're not. And so that was my little rabbit trail off, you know, because I love love y'all but um getting back on to to topic and to focus you know I I need to find out what it is I like so I am making a decision um as another friend in church told me who is the the best friend to the gentleman I was telling you guys about his name I call him my ginger friend and I call him my Jimmy Neutron. And yes, I know that name is uh, copywritten, but they are my friends and they look out for me spiritually um as a sister, you know, a sister in Christ. And he said, he said, um, it's time for your wings to fly. You have to create your own escape. He says, it's just time for you to create your escape. What does that escape look like for you? And so here I am getting all this information. Start from scratch. Um, you know what, create your own great escape. What is it that you want? And so now moving forward, guys, that is going to be the precipice of everything that I do. That is gonna be my mission. My mission is to find me. My mission is to find what I have to offer other people, my mission is to find how I can start from scratch because I've come to understand that there is nothing wrong with beginning again, and it all starts in your thoughts. We unfortunately are all shaped by our our environment, whether healthy or adversely. We are still affected by the things that we were challenged with and the things that we dealt with as children in our lives. And so if those children are not healed, we grow up and we become grown children. We become those same four and five year olds that are trapped in a whole grown adult body and we don't know or know how to navigate our way through it. And so when we get about 40 years old, 50 years old and we're reflecting on life like, man, I'm getting older and I still haven't accomplished anything I desire to do. And now you know why. It's because those unresolved issues have been the forefront of every decision that you've made from that moment moving forward. You know, it, I've, I've heard before that people are saying, you know, how is it that three siblings can be raised in the same house by the same parents, experience the same thing, but live completely different lives? And that's because each one of them have their own perception of what they've taken from that. It can all, you know, it can be a house where there was no problems at the house, mom love dad dad love mom the kids were good no are you no fussing no fighting everything worked together but that doesn't mean that everybody that comes out of that house is going to respond to that the same way some people it's going to affect because you know what they may not have understood what struggle means and then they get in their family and life starts challenging them with a struggle and they have no life skills to help them sustain the struggle and figure out how to pull the pieces together and so you know there's a lot to be learned by the environments that we come out of. But the greatest thing that God has given us outside of salvation himself and his son is the fact that he has also given us a mind to choose with free will. We have thoughts that go through our mind that we can funnel out the negative things and we can focus on the positive things and they will come into existence because whatever you. Ladies, oftentimes we take care of everyone else more than we take care of ourselves. Well, this time we are going to do it for us. It is time for you to join me on one of the five cities in my five city retreat tour to get yourself pampered, relaxed, relate, Release, rejuvenated, and refreshed. There are only 15 seats limited to each and every location, but I know you need to be in the building. There is no more excuses as to why you cannot take out a little bit of time to pamper yourself. I expect to see you there. So go to com to register for your spot today. Let's get back into the show. Because whatever it is that you decide in your life based off of what your thinking and your thought processes are eventually become your behavior and your habits to to walking this life out. And so um, as I was, you know, telling you guys um, earlier on, you know, I've just made a decision that it is just time to start from scratch and I know you're probably still scratching your head like what does she mean what does that look like and I'm going to ask you that question what does it look like for you like many of us we walk around and we are unsuccessful in our own eyes and we we beat ourselves up so much about living life and maybe we just didn't have the right people in our corner to shape us and to mold us into the very things that we say we want but guess what who is to say that you can't start over you have a do-over because every day that you wake up, you have another opportunity to change how the day before you went. Like there are no two days that are technically the same, even though the routine may be the same, even though you may feel the same, everything around you is still changing. And if you don't make some adjustments in how you see it and your perspective in it and what you choose to do with that situation, then it's going to feel repetitious to you. Now, I would rather be, in um, a situation where I can start from scratch, you know, um, meaning that whatever information, like even with my kids, I'll just use that as an example. You know, sometimes we get bogged down as parents and we expose our kids to things that they shouldn't be exposed to, and we fuss at our kids and we yell at our kids, and we don't understand the impact that emotionally and mentally that's having on our kids. But we get a chance to do it over and make a better stance with them if we just go out and find out how to be a better parent. Like there is no shame in getting help and getting assistance. And even the Bible says that we receive not because we ask not. And so if we're not going and asking anyone for help, then how can we expect to be the best us? You know, what? whatever you can't define, there's no way you're going to be able to fulfill it. And I got that from Apostle Mike Freeman of Spirit of Faith and um, Temple Hills and Brandywine Maryland, because he said the power to define is the power to fail or the power to fail is the power to define. Define. but he says, If you can't define it, how can you fulfill it' Like There's no way you'll be able to be a good mother if you don't understand the role of a good mother. It's no way you're going to be a great wife if you don't understand what a wife is supposed to be to her husband. And yet we get into these roles and these positions without the prior knowledge. We have kids before we understand what that responsibility is going to require of us. We get married and in relationships before we understand what that marriage or that relationship is going to require of us. And then when things get hard and they get rough... We want to run in the next direction. You know, we want to run into um, situations where we want to throw in the towel and we want to call it quits because we were not prepared. And so that comes from your thought process. That's that comes from what did you see? What were you exposed to me? um, Growing up, you know, my whole thing was. I saw some things that I just did not like in my house. You know, for the moments that I saw them, there were just some things that I just did not like. And so when I got married, I was determined that I was going to be the, uh, the complete opposite, <laughs> the complete opposite of what I saw, but there was still no balance. There was still no balance because I was going in without understanding, thinking, on my own that I needed to be a person who cooked dinner every night thinking on my own that you know a great meal was enough you know we heard it growing up that you know the key to a man's heart is through his stomach well that ain't always true because guess what a man can be emotional too and if you're not an emotional person and you're missing it he's gonna be in the one who's gonna who's gonna feed his emotions and ain't got nothing to do with cooking dinner at home they always still come home at night But the the result of it is his heart and his mind is somewhere else because you focused on what you thought a good wife was supposed to be instead of doing your research to find out what that looked like in your situation. You know what I mean? You have to evaluate the person you're with and see what their needs are in order to be fulfilling in that relationship with them. And hopefully. Um, They would understand that they would have to do the same thing for you. So that's just giving an example of that. And even in my marriage, 17 years later, I still want to do over. I still want to have the opportunity to do it right. Because when we got married, we didn't have uh, marriage counseling. We didn't have someone to stand over us and tell us what a husband is supposed to be. We didn't have all of those things. We, you know, we didn't have someone that was like, all right, you know, don't fuss and argue about this and don't fuss and argue about that and this, that and the other. Of course, we had people in our lives later on in our marriage, but we had pretty much destroyed most of it on our own in the beginning because neither one of us understood You know, but the more that we are in this thing and the the more we look over our life and we realize it's us, it is literally us. It's me, my husband and my children. And everyone who loves us outside of that is an accessory to our love. But the core is me, my husband and our children. And so when we look at that, we have to really now reevaluate. All right. How do we get this thing back on track? We start from scratch. What did we do in the beginning? We dated each other. What did we do in the beginning? We spent time together. What did we do in the beginning? We hung out and we laughed together. Like people, I don't understand why people always think, that if you did it before, then, you know, doing it again is not going to produce the same result. Well, I've never seen a Coca-Cola company or a Pepsi company or any name brand. No, I'm not endorsing them. But if you want to endorse me, by all means, you can do that. But um, I've never seen a major brand or um label out here not reproduce and start the same way like you're they're not going to go and go into the factory where they make their soda and they get the product that they like at the very end of it and it's successful and then something happens and they're like okay we're going to rearrange all this equipment we're going to put this over here we're going to put that over there we're going to rearrange this and then be all out of sync and think that they're still going to get the same product no what they're going to do is they may change the label They may change like maybe one or two ingredients but the process of making that product is still going to remain the same why because they use that process to become successful it's not so much the taste of the soda or you know the advertisement as much as it is the fact that they went through the same process that's why you know you go to these warehouses and they take stuff and they put it on the conveyor belt and it goes down one line and it gets inspected and then it gets boxed and people are checking it for defects and if it's a defect then it gets tossed out you know there's a reason why they do that. And it's the same thing in any area of your life that you just want to start from scratch. Like we don't have to keep wishing that, you know, we could just do this over and do that over. You can do it over. And that came to me today in my quiet time where I was just, you know, thinking about what was said to me at church. I was just like, man, like I just kept thinking about it, keep kept thinking about it. And then I heard it so clear today. Just start from scratch start from scratch. So guys, I wanted to share this with you because I'm going to be on this little personal journey of finding myself. You know, my husband said something to me the other day that kind of, you know, um, if I took it out the wrong context, it would have made me angry, but I think he was coming from a sincere place when he said, why don't you just take some time to just go away for yourself? You know, in my pre, in my pre understanding days, I would have been like, Oh, what you trying to get rid of me? Like that would have started an argument. But the more I just sat back and I listened to what he was saying, it was like, you know what? I do need some time alone. I do need to go away by myself because I need to find out what I like. I need to do some things that make me happy. I need to discover myself And um, that way I can be the best wife. That way I can be the best mom. That way I can be the best coach and be the best entrepreneur, because then I'll have some understanding on what I like and what I don't like versus never having that opportunity to do that because my life has been spent trying to get out of the red (laughs) my life has been spent trying to correct all those things that were incorrect about my life my life has been spent trying to not be the people that I had as examples in my life and so I didn't want to have the hurt and the pain that was being caused and so I did the opposite I did the complete opposite without any balance so you know I know that this is registering to some people and as I continue to go through this journey the first thing that it's going to be, it's going to be all about self-discipline. If you guys have noticed, I got back on social media. I'm on Facebook live in the mornings at 545. And you know what? I don't only do that for the people because more than anything, I want people to be able to go to God on their own. They should know at this point how to pray on their own because I don't want any credit for anything that is happening in the lives of the people other than, you know, the fact that God used me to be a blessing to their life. I want to see people have results that are going to be effective, that is going to bring them another level of hope to keep on pressing forward. And I want people to see who they are in Christ, just as I am. And if you want to join me on this journey, then by all means, I welcome you to to join me on this. But you know, there's going to be some things that I'm going to do. There's going to be some trips that I'm going to make, and it's not going to be about anybody else. It's not that I don't love my husband. It's not that I don't love my kids, but I love me enough to find me as well. And so in order for me to figure out what it is I like, I got to start planning some things and start taking some trips and start interacting with certain people and getting out of the four walls of just being that one on one coach who helps this person and helps that person. And we have these renewed conferences and they're great. But you know what? God has so much more. God has so much more and before I leave this earth, I want to not only discover it, but I want to fulfill it and I want to make my father proud. I want God to be proud of who I am, who I've become and who I will continue to be for his sake, for his glory, for his name and for the sake of my family. You know, when it's my time to go, I want people to remember me, not because Kimmy talked very well, but because she lived very well. You know, not even about worldly riches. I don't want to be rich. I want to be wealthy. I want to be wealthy in my joy, wealthy in my health. I want my finances to be off the chart um, overflow so that I can do all these things that I want to do to help people. So that when I throw retreats, it won't be a cost because people need a break. And when I, you know, when I need goodie bags for these ladies, I don't have to go knocking door to door like a door to door salesman seeing who's going to donate. But I'll be able to say, you know what? We got the finances to do that. Let's go help this lady who's in need. Let's go bless this family for Christmas who may not have a Christmas. Let's go get a car for somebody who may be without. And let's go help these men who are out here and get them cleaned up and dressed and and reunited back with their families as the head where they belong. You know, those are the things that matter to me. Those are the things which are kingdom things that matter. But most importantly, I want to be a great wife to my husband. I want my husband to be absolutely in love with who he is married to and I want at one at whatever notice when he sees me and he looks at me I want to feel loved you know I want to be the type of mom that my kids can always know that they can count on who left them an inheritance who left them finances who left them with knowledge how to remain debt free and not to put themselves in lack and you know who, who left them knowledge on how to choose a relationship that's not toxic but a relationship that's healthy like you know people think about The inheritance and they think about the property and they think about the money but they don't think about the knowledge that they leave their kids they don't think about what wisdom they're leaving their children because guess what the house can be replaced the car can be replaced but their minds their minds have to be renewed and that's the difference you know your mind can't be replaced but it can be renewed everything else can be replaced And so when I leave my kids an inheritance, I want them to to be prayer warriors. I want them to know that they can go to God when they in their time of need and they can go to God when they just praising him, but that they have a true relationship with God. God for themselves and so if I can accomplish that by me just starting over so that my husband can be proud of who he's married to and my kids can be blessed to to be my children and everybody that comes in contact with me will know that it's a hundred percent unapologetically me then you know what I've done I've done what I was supposed to do here on this earth and so you know what Just as it was spoken to me, I'm going to start over. I'm going to start over. I'm going to start blogging and I'm going to start journaling my my self-discipline journey. Because even getting up in the morning, I had to set alarms in my phone to wake up at 545 when my body is saying, no, go to sleep. I'm, I'm literally persuading myself to get up and spend the appropriate time with the Lord so that I can get my morning straight. Because there's a difference when you pray to God in the morning versus not praying to him all day long. <laughs> there's a difference and you will feel it. And so, guys, I hope that as I go on this journey, once again, that you guys will join this journey with me. I just want you to know that it doesn't matter if you're 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50 and above. You have the right to start over. Can't nobody tell you that you can't have a do over. You can. You can. Even at your older age, you can have a do over because every day you wake up and God breathes breath in your body. He says, I grant you new mercies every single day. That means every day he's giving you a new chance every single day because he knows that you're going to need his mercy in that day. He know you're going to do something stupid. He know you're going to think something dumb. He knows you're going to react and respond in a way that's not according to his will for your life. And because he already knows you and everything about you, he got to give you mercy. I'm going to put my mercy on you for this day because you was tripping. Okay, thank you, Father, that you understand me better than I know myself. But now I got to get up and I got to become what it is you say I am. Not because of anything, but, but, your, but because your grace. Because of your grace, because of your undying and unfailing love. So guys, once again, join me on this journey. If you want more information on what I'm about to do, you can reach out to me on my website at www.kimmymiller.com. If you want to leave a comment pertaining to this um, podcast, send me an email at thatrealwivesclub at gmail.com. And that's T H A T R E A L w-i-v-e-s at gmail oh c-l-u-b at gmail.com that real wise club at gmail.com so tune into the next podcast and i thank you guys for tuning in i hope this has been a blessing to you have a great week peace